It's already been discussed many times in the Shalozok in regards to what the Shalot tells us. As the parishes at Torah have mashaiches to them, zman b'shanav was a very gelent and gelerent that the uh, the parishes of the Torah which are read in a certain time in the year are connected to the 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 time of the year the yom tovim that occur then and so on have a connection to the parsha are found the connection is found in the parsha. Who move and as a zayizeich when he gave matas masay of course the same would be true for matas masay. Which the reading of Matus Masi is always in the middle between Shiva and So therefore, Matus Masi must be connected somehow to that period, the period of mourning which happens during Benamtsarim uh, between the two fast days of Shiva and Tishubav. On the surface, even you can see the connection between Matas Masse and the and that period in a number of details. First of all, in Parsha Matas, the Mod Moshe, the Bnei God, the Bnei Ruvin, the Pcheta Meraglim, Moshe Rabbeinu mentions to the Bnei God, the Shevet God, and Shevet Ruvain about the sin of the Meraglim. Which is the reason why the Yidden had uh, got stuck in the midbar for forty years. Which is very synonymous with the Yidden being stuck in Golos as well. The beginning of which happened in on Shabbos of In Omfaying Fun another connection. In Omfaying Fun Masay, that where the tail ving the Masoids. The beginning of Parsha Masse tells about the different uh, stops and travels that the Yidden went through the Midbar. Which, as is said in, uh, told in the Medish, Hashem said to Moshe, Count out, numerate for them all the places where they got me angry by doing this and doing that wrong. That's why it says, the, the different trips, the different stops, Moshe Rabbeinu was going through the different things that happened during their trip through the Midbar. Again, reminding us of the ways in which we, are, we got Hashem upset, the Sibaf and Ben Ratzarim and Golis, which of course is the ultimate reason for why we have that period of Shivasubatamas and uh, Tishubav and the Golis. On Vaiter in the Sedra, that's another connection is that later in the Sedra of Masay it talks about the cities of refuge, the Indian Hagolos was Kumtsulib Hergenevishbishkaga, which are the cities in which somebody who kills a person through manslaughter, in other words, uh, not by design, he didn't want to kill that person, but it just uh, negligence caused him to kill a person, has to go into Exile in one of these cities of refuge, which is similar to the idea of Golos. So that's a, a number of connections right there. Or as the Shalah explains it, as the that the subject matter which is discussed in Parshamatis, which includes the Chet Funidorim, the sin of somebody making promises on Shvua or oaths, taking oaths. When a person takes an oath or makes a promise, 
something more than the Torah commands it causes a certain deficiency in the neshama that's considered a sin on some level on the Chetz from the and it also talks about the sin of murder versus pagan begulf which uh, certainly affects the body somebody gets killed which is discussed in Parsha Masei so those are the two things that the Shalom mentions these two things are what causes the Chorm they are the things that cause the Chorm from the Bata Mikdashes of both Pesah Mikdash as the Shalom explains it in detail so one could say as the Shaykhus in the Parsha Sven of Tzorim is nish nor in the Inyafana Golos versus in Zemerumas so perhaps we could say that the connection between <coughs> Parshamatis and Masay to the period of the three weeks is not only in regards to the Golos which is mentioned those details of Golos which are mentioned in Parshamatis Masay nor Adarabba but perhaps the other way in the Nesinus Koyach if the Rabbeide from Bein HaMetzorim so Arayzgen from Golos that the Parsha Matas Masay also gives us the motivation and the ability, the strength, the power to be able to s- escape from the Golas. It's We find in Parsha Matas Masay the tools by which to be able to get out of Golas. Not just that it brings to mind Golas, but also teaches us how to deal with the Golas and to defeat the Golas. The Beer Vazesa to explain. Does his kipshute just like it is on the simple, on the basic level, on the surface? As all the dini avelus from the beinam tzorim tags, I mean, kalal nishtabe shabbos, just like on the in the halachic level, any all those customs that we do, the laws and customs that with which we conduct ourselves during the three weeks, which are certain uh, types of mourning which we take on, but they do not apply to shabbos. Sizdach ein atzabah because Shabbos there is no sadness in uh, Shabbos. On other Rabbis to the contrary, mitzvah la'angay there's a mitzvah to delight on Shabbos to take two things which bring delight. Vos fundem zetmans from this we see a Shabbos is an inyan vos rirt nisht on dezach from ben atzarim that Shabbos doesn't affect the the ben atzarim the the three week period doesn't touch it doesn't affect Shabbos. So in a similar way and even more than that, if it's on the surface that way, then how much more so in the inner dimension of how things work in their spiritual source? Tzedek says that the Shabbosas that Hashem placed into the three-week period are like the healing, the remedy, which Hashem always gives the remedy before He gives the the illness. He gives the remedy before He gives the difficulty. So Shabbos finds He made sure that there was three Shabbosim in the period of three the three weeks, so that there is a remedy already in the three weeks. So Shabbos is the response, the way we deal with the negative ramifications of the three weeks in a similar way we can understand and even even more so if this is true about the Shabbosim which are in that period 
then how much more so the Torah reading which it takes place during those three weeks since the Pasuk says that how will we redeem Tzion how will we finally get out of the Golas to be able to redeem Tzion that is through Mishpat justice and the uh, captives of Tzion will be redeemed through Tzedakah and what is meant over here by Mishpat justice was Mishpat domain that in your Mishpat is referring to the study of Torah that's what it means Mishpat here is a synonym with Torah so the whole redemption will happen through Torah is moving so therefore it's clearly understood as the Pashas of Torah was malent umalent in the Zman that the uh, sections of Torah which we read during this period, three week period and we learn during that three week period is the Zman uh, they also and even more so than Shabbos are the remedy which came which was given to us before even the problem occurred so the makefun golus to the the affliction of golus the haste in other words that the Torah gives us a lesson and it gives us the ability and the power to be able of what to do what kind of aveda what is it that we were meant to do during the three week period that these days will the days of the the fast days will eventually be transformed into joyful and uh, and yom toivim and so on and that in Torah we find how to make that happen specifically in the three uh, the parshas that are read during that period days since everything in Torah is so specific and accurate and so on and we learn this as a if this is true about worldly matters everything in the world is so planned and, and perfect and so on the way that Hashem set it up there's divine providence that manages every single detail in the world so how much more so in Torah is moving so it's understood as b'shas tikfius is b'ayfin behind the gyar, that if the uh, the way the calendar works is in such a way as it did happen in that year, from parsha matis and matis and mechubaris, as that parsha matis and masse are read in the same week, is does is bazaira is da bazaira. There is a lesson in that, and the skin says kaiyach miyuchedes, and there is an additional um, power that is given to us through this. In the Ravida from Benamatsarim, in how we need to go our go about our business of Ravida in the three week period. What is what is it that it teaches? The Inigibshuta is this to understand it simply is the in the Yarun then Matas Masi Zenin Efradis during a year in which Matas and Masi are read in separate Shabbosim. Then in the Benamatsarim Gilein to Gilein blazed dry cedrus. During the three-week period, we would be reading and learning only three sections, three seders, which are Matis, Masay on two separate weeks, and Dvarim, and Dvarim is always read before Tishavov. B'shas Aber Matis, Masay, Zen, However, when Matis, Masay are read on the, in the same week, Kumen Tzu in the Bena Mitzvarim, Bochanacha Parsha in so an, another parsha is added to the three-week period, which is parsha Pinchas is read as the first parsha, then Matas Masay, and then 
Dvarim. On a Gevisa Kviyas, and in fact, in certain situations, Vibhishana Zuaza did happen in that week when the uh, year when the Sikha was set. Oich Parsha Bolok. We also read Parsha Bolok in the three week period. How could you have five parshas read in a three week period? That's because if Shavasa Batamas comes out on Shabbos, so we read Parsha Bolok on that Shabbos, the next week is Pinchas, the next week is Matas Mase together, and then they add the last Shabbos, which is actually Tishabov, we read the Varim. And since during this three-week period we get so many more, so much more Torah being learned and, and read, sometimes an extra parsha, sometimes even two extra parshas, is fashtandik. So it's understood as men dem that by this we also get a greater and a more a powerful um, injection of, of energy in order to be able to heal in a way that it even um, anticipates the difficulties that can come up those things which come up as a result of the three weeks it's also clear that it comes not only as a result of the fact that there is just more Torah that, that is being studied in other words not just a matter of a quantity of Torah but also qualitatively by the fact that there, when Matas and Masai come together there is something that their coming together teaches us and that too gives us additional strength to be able to deal with the three week period because the connection that we know exists between Matas and Masai that it's always, always during the three period, week period and it brings together two parshas so there's something in that itself which also brings a greater power to the healing that is offered by the Torah reading Gimel so to understand what it is, what this is, by first explaining, the fact that there are certain shabbosim in which two sedras come together and on, on are read in one week. It's not to be seen that there is one Shabbos and we, bring, we read two separate sedras during that Shabbos Matis and Masi. rather they are merged together to become one entity one sedra called Matis Masi. how do we know how do you see this this can be seen from the fact that it's not that we separate the two sedras and keep them separate on that Shabbos. In, a, in an Andras, Mamba Shabbos, let's say, we could have read one seder in the morning and one seder by Mincha, you know, at a different time. Nochmer even more, Bishas Malein in the way that we do read them together, is the Machalukas Akriya, the way that the, the reading is separated into seven of the Shiva Kruyim, for the seven people that are going to be called up for an aliyah, which also, of course, is the way that we read chitas during the week, that it's divided into seven parts. 
So there too, euch nicht in an Eifen, was es kentig als Telen zwischen sei. When we read the two parshas during the week and on Shabbos, it's not read in a way that we can see a distinction between the two parshas. Up till here was one parsha, up to, from here is a second parsha. Why not? <coughs> How would that be? Let's say you would have, they would have divided the reading this way. Fir Kruyim on Parshias in the Eshta Seder. If four people would be called in the first Seder, complete the first Seder by the fourth Aliyah. And then the next three people that would be called up would be in the, third, in the second Seder. So no, that, that would distinguish between the first one and the second one. But it's not done that way. Nor malein to malerent. Rather, the way we read from the Torah and that we learn it also in Chitas. Al-Tzrevi, in the fourth reading, the one that is learned on Wednesday, and the Revi, the fourth person that's called to the Torah. During that Aliyah, them siyim from Eshter said that Tzadamim B'daz Chalof and Sveta said it. It always happens that during Ravi we conclude the first sedra and we start the second sedra. So in the fourth reading we merge the two sedras together. And the brachas which are made before the aliyah and after the aliyah are then made, are therefore made on psukim of both sedras. In other words, the brachas are also made in a way that it merges together two sedras. So the two sedras are not separated and read on Shabbos, but rather merged into one. So you could ask, it would seem that since essentially there are two separate sedras, which can be seen from the fact that in certain years they're read as two separate sedras. You would think that in a, a week that they have to be read together, we would at least distinguish between the two. Conclude one, read them at separate times, or uh, the Aliyah should be separate, separate them. At least in the way we read the Parshas, also when they're, when they're being read. During the same week, we would at least see a distinguish, to distinguish, make sure to distinguish between the two parshas. From them, is What that doesn't happen. So that in itself means as when the parshas are that when the parshas come together, What is being emphasized here is that when they are brought together in one week, they become one long seder. That's why we don't distinguish between them. Meaning to say that even though each parsha has its own theme, because there is a we know that the Torah is divided into fifty-three separate sedes, and each one has its own theme. From still when there is a situation which happens often that they're read together. They become merged into one parsha. We have to understand in regards to our subject. If you look at the psukim of parsha matas and they don't seem to have any common theme between them. And that's 
different than a number of other parshas in the Torah. By Velcha Ein Parsha Kum Behemshech in Zmana the Teichem, where we see that one parsha is a follow-up to the previous parsha, whether it's that it's talking about the same period, the story continues from one parsha to the next, or because the theme, like let's say. Tazriya uh, Metzayra, which both talk about the Metzayra and then how the Metzayra gets healed and so on. So there, there seems to be a connection between two parshas, but parsha, but over here, there doesn't seem to be a connection between Matas and Masi. Parsha Matas Redveng the Tzivuyim Umoyroiz was an ungezogevorin umforgekumen bam seifar boim shnasar boim. It, uh, Parsha Matis talks about certain events and certain mitzvahs that were told to the Yidden at the end of the 40 year sojourn through the desert from the Yorim ben Yidden Zanigiven in Midbar Masha'en Kim Parsha Matis Masay, what's the discussion of Masay which begins with these were the, uh, the, the travels of the Yidden Meaning to say, is Ame'ein Sachakal, it's a kind of a summary of the entire 40 year period. As well as uh, recounting some of the events that happened over the 40, 40 year period. So, in other words, it is like a summary of the Svarim Shmois Vayikra Bamidbar, of half of Shmois and then the whole Vayikra and the whole Bamidbar. Which includes all 40, encompasses all 40 years that the Yidmur in Midbar. So Matas talks about what happened at the very end of that 40 year period. Masay talks about the entire picture, the bird's eye view of the whole 40 years. So, how, how do we see a connection between Matas and Masay? Dalit. Shengret Filmol, it was already discussed many times, like you say Tez Balshemta based on the teaching of the Balshemta Vashmayashikrulaiveloshnakadesh, that the name by which something is called in Loshna Kadesh is the Chayas Fundazach. That is what brings the energy, the life force to that thing. The thing which carries that name. And also the name also brings to mind it is an indication of what the theme of what did that thing stands for, what it is, what its essence is. As al is that the same holds true also for the names which were given to the sedras of the Torah. That the name contains, expresses what that sedra is about. The teichem pnimi from the ganze in the shema sedra, the theme that is in the sedra can be understood from the name of the sedra. And in regards to our sedras, the teichem from Parsha Matis is merumas in the nomen vizivert angerufen al pimini Yisrael Matis. What is contained in Parsha Matis can be understood from the name which was given, which is called by the Jewish people Matis. On azoy eich when he gave Parsha Matis, the same is true for Parsha Matis. The Azbar and them to explain it. Megifin svei teirim mitvelche iden veren batzeichen tal shvatim. We find two different terms by which the Yidden are referred to when we are talking about the division of the different tribes. The Shvatim. Then one name is Shvatim, we call them Shvatim, in uh, Matas. And then there's another one, the Matas means also the same as Shvatim, it means the division of the twelve tribes. 
but the chiluk zvishon zayis vashtandik. To understand the difference, we can understand the loy zayis badayit in mashul in pashtus. By what what is the difference between a matos and a shevet? The uh, matos and shevet are an al, uh, are a are a metaphor for something that is divided into different branches as in fact the word branches is also the same kind of a metaphor that when you have a tree trunk which is divided into different branches so also the Shvatim are the collective Jewish people as they are seen as separate branches so Matis, Shvatim and, and Matis are that, that metaphor what's the difference between a Shevet and a Matis in Pashas, the simple meaning is Shevet is a zweig versus noch weich. A Shevet means like a switch, meaning a, a soft, supple uh, branch of a tree, which is still soft. Mashenkim mata, whereas when we talk about a mata, which means a stick, is a stecken versus schön hart und stark. It talks about a stick which is already hardened and much stronger, of course, than the switch which is still soft. And the Tamba Sibit Sedem Untushit Svishan Zayin. What's the reason for the difference? Shevet is a Zweig was hot noch in the Nike von Elon. A Shevet, a switch, when it's still soft, means that it still has the moisture from the tree. Well, the Fa'amim is a Stakem Achubet Zemilon. Sometimes it's even still connected to the tree. The Ribet is their Onof Parish Frisch und Weich. That's why the, that little branch is still fresh and soft because it still has moisture. The Kegna Mate. Whereas when we talk about a matter, where dafke when their onuf is abgeschnitten and hot menish kind of a stick is when it's already been disconnected from the tree, and the sap, does the moisture has already faded, it's not, it's gone, and so therefore it's hardened. The fir is a chazuk lekasha. That's why it's hard and strong. Alderos says the chiluk zishin the tzvei teirim by yidden, and similar to that difference is also the the difference of how we describe the Shvatim, the, tri- the, uh, the vision of the Yidden into twelve tribes, whether it's a Shevet or a Matat. Sai Shvatim and Sai Matas, Daiten On, both Shvatim and Matas, they express, as in Shamas Yisrael, Shtamim Fun Asherish Ve'ilon. They both express that, they all, that all the twelve Shvatim are, have a common trunk. They all come from the same place. Just like the branches of a tree come from the same trunk. Which is from Elokus. What's the trunk from which we all come? That's godliness. From the tree, what's called the tree up above. Nor the Torah Shvatim, but when we describe it as Shvatim, that indicates a level in the Begoli, which is still connected and attached to godliness in a manifest way. You can still tell its connection to Hashem which means an ashama how as it is still in a state of being or wanting to trying to be connected to Elokos in a general sense is that indicates a level of the neshama when it is still in the heavens above where it knows its connection to Elokos and its, its whole striving its whole purpose in life in existence is to be connected to Elokos when it is up above in the heavens above so then the Neshama is always in a constant 
bittle and connection to godliness. Masha'en came matas, but when we talk about matas, is metayer the Eden that describes the Eden. He says, "Anu begolin nishva bunu mitmaker." That it describes a level in the Jewish people where there it's not obvious that they're connected connected to Hashem with their source. That's why they've they've lost their moisture. They that's why they're hardened. As his nish nikke begolu is eidvegas and olkosya. It's not obvious that they are connected to olkosya mechlalus. Generally speaking, is those within neshama kumtarap lamata in guf and avshabam? Is that talks about when uh, the neshama, as it is found down here in this world, connected, attached, way down by the body and the God, and the animal soul? Was de yerida in them guf and avshabahamis, because the neshama had to descend and become integrated with the guf and avshabahamis. Verzin is gashem. The neshama also takes on certain. Uh, coarseness of the world and it becomes as if it's sep- separated from its source it's no longer obvious that it has a direct connection to Olukus and that's what the Parsha Matis also indicates that theme, that idea that that talks about the neshama, the Jewish neshamas, as they come down and descend on um, they become coarsened, the adover nifrit from as a, as if they were disconnected from their source. Mashaink in the shame masay. Where is the name masay? What does that indicate? Was badayit as mengeta veklagamir from Friedrich and Ort. Masay means that you leave the place you were before. And you're getting closer. You travel away from where you were, and you're getting closer. That was the purpose of the trips, the uh, travels through the Midbar was all to get closer and closer to uh, Israel, to the Holy Land, and to get to a higher place. So what does that mean in in the service of a Yitu Hashem? That indicates what is the purpose of the neshama coming down into this world. It is to be, move forward and to grow and to get closer to holiness. <coughs> and that the neshama had to go down into a place where it became hardened because we don't see the connection, but its purpose is in order to get closer to the holiness. That's what the, the purpose of the neshama is, to grow in this world. Thus haste, in other words, as dafke durch the yedide, that it's only because through the, having come into this world, the grech the neshama to a darge, it allows the neshama to get to reach a higher level, than it was before it came down to the world. The place where the neshama was originally, was in a place where it was connected to Elokos, the reason it comes down here is in order to move forward and to be able to get to a place even higher than it was before it came down. The neshama before it comes down into this world is called a stationary. It's in a stationary place. It can't move forward. Just like malachim, we know they're created into a specific role and they remain connected to that role forever. They can't escape that role. They can't grow out of that role. 
That's why they're called stationary. They're fixed into their place. And the neshama, before it comes down, doesn't have the opportunity to be able to grow. So it is also in a similar way. Stationary. But in Hashem, Hashem, is because the, uh, the Avaida that the neshama has in the heavens above before it comes down, in other words, it's love for Hashem, it's reverence for Hashem, which it certainly does have. But it is fixed into a certain place, into a certain level, and it can't grow out of that. And therefore, even if the neshama, which can go from level to level, in the end, it can never fully leave. It can't tear itself away from its previous situation to get to a completely new place. Therefore, it's still called stationary, even though it does grow from level to level. In Ganeiden, the Shamas do grow from one level to another. They go from one level in Ganeiden to another. But it's all based on where they were before, and they can go um, move upward from there. But there's no exponential growth. That cannot happen to an Ashama as it is Lamaila. But when the neshama comes down into the body and into the animal soul, is the in the beginning in it allows itself, it descends into the level of matas where it becomes hardened and seemingly disconnected from alakus. And through the Gulf and the Nevesh Bahamas, and with the Gulf and the Nevesh Bahamas, including the Gulf and the Nevesh Bahamas, into the service of Hashem. Which is the will and wisdom of Hashem. Then the Neshama reaches a level where it begins to travel. It's moving forward. It's like somebody, is, rather than standing still, starts to walk. And the main point here is that it can grow exponentially from the place where it started, and each level can be exponential. And it could go to a level which is infinitely greater than the, where it was when it was in the heavens above. Hey, that's how this subject is in its general terms. Meaning, as Jesus and Hashem is Meramas in Parsha, Meramas in Parsha Matis, that the Neshama descending down into the world is expressed and found in Parsha Matis, as the word indicates that it comes to a hardened place and so on. And then the result of that, the reward for that, the growth that comes for that, is Masay. That's what we find in Parshamata. It's indicated by the name Masay that it gets to grow and travel and move forward. The Proteus Abba. When you look at it a little closer, though, is Sai in Matis and Sai in Masay, both in the Parshamata and in Masay, Merumas, Hendi Yeridus and Hashamun, Hendi Abedus and Hashamun. In Ischar Ve'aliyah, both in Parshamatais, you find both the Aveda of coming down and also what happens as a result that you get to you grow. And in Masa, you also find also about the Neshama coming down, not only about the Neshama grow, uh, moving forward. How so? The Hartkeit und Starkeit von Matais weiß nicht nur, ob dem Neshama ist geworden, 
because the hardness and the firmness of a mata of the stick is it doesn't only indicate it doesn't only bring out the point that it's now dis- disconnected or at least on the surface disconnected from a lukus nor is meramez oichedem but it also has another message that it uh, teaches, which is the taikif Since the uh, the stick, the mata is a firm, which means could also be expressed as stubborn and unmoving, and able to face down a challenge without being uh, shaken and so on. You have the firmness and the strength to be able to chal- to face the challenges of this world that we're in. So it has a, a positive side too. In order that the neshama should be able to withstand the interference that comes as a result of the gulf and the nevshabahamis, and certainly that it should be able to withstand. It's necessary to be able to withstand the challenges that the world uh, brings to bear. In order to be able to withstand all these challenges, you have to be able to stand firm like a stick, like a hard stick, a starken stecken, a strong stick. Not to be overwhelmed and to be able to withstand all of these interferences. And when a yid here in this world does his with that strength and firmness, and is unfazed by all of the challenges that the world presents, is in the The reward for that is also expressed by the idea of mata, which is as kumtsu in the neshama what happens when a yid is challenged in other words is presented with an asoyin so it calls out from the essence from the innermost dimensions of the soul an additional new source of strength as it's called from from the strongest part of the neshama when things are going smoothly so then it doesn't take any you don't have to dig deep into your neshama to be able to face a challenge so you're operating on the basic level of your neshama but when challenges occur and you stand firm how do you stand firm? because the neshama reveals a new depth of strength even more the neshama was able to display and bring to bear when it was in the heavens above when it didn't have all these challenges so you, it only functioned on a very basic level with only its outermost powers being revealed but when the neshama comes down into this world and it needs to face those challenges so it has to remain firm mata and it also brings out the mata the, str- the strongest parts of the neshama so that's the reward too so Mata brings out not only the fact that the Neshama is in a place where it's disconnected from Alakos, but it also brings out that the reward for this, that it reveals the strongest parts of the Neshama. And the same is true, everything that we find in the word Mata. The travels, many travels, not just one travel, meaning to say the neshama also goes through many tra- travels as it comes down from 
above, down to below, in other mazed, goes through many levels until it gets here. Was does was is darf sein by the by the middle matter the avoid with the massa on aliyah from darge to darge. It brings out that there, that a yid has to have the avoda in a way that it's massa that it travels. It goes constantly upwards from one level to another, hecher and hecher, higher and higher. Un oich deschadet. So so masse brings out what it means that one has to travel. One, what does it mean that the neshama has to come down? That it needs many levels. It need, needs to go through constant growth and so on. So it also brings out the concept of the neshama going down into this world. But it also brings out the reward for this. Was the neshama bakum durdem in masi? What the neshama receives as a reward, as a result of its efforts in the world, is masi. As the ilah neshama is in an oven from hiluch, as we said before, that the way the neshama grows is in a way that it's exponential growth moves in great leaps and bounds so both matas and masse bring out both aspects of the yirida going down into the world and the aliyah in the way that which the neshama goes up and rises up and in, in, in from level to level from the world so based on this we can understand the connection between Matas Masay and the three week period the Uftu for this unique novel thing that uh, that we have from Matas Masay which is the fact that the Shama comes down down here into this world into this world and has to do its Aveda with very with firmness with resolve also it indicates the reward the result is and when we talk about the reward that it, the neshama grows by leaps and bounds is not so much coming down into the world but more that it, the neshama has to deal with the golos in the world on, in the menu from Bein in other words that it's you know if everything goes smoothly in the world it wouldn't be as much of a challenge to the neshama it's the fact that the Shama has to deal with this world in the state of Golos. That's what truly brings out the uh, what it lifts the Neshama to new levels. Because Eifman is when it was a Yerida, when the Neshama came down in, during the time of the Beis HaMikdash, when there were ten miracles that happened on a daily, a regular basis in the Beis HaMikdash, when the Jewish people experienced before their eyes and they, and they saw and they heard godliness in a very manifest way and therefore before it was right in front of their eyes therefore they felt bottled to it and they were connected to it as we say about the Beis Amigdash that it's you're there to see but you're there to also to be seen in other words there's both you're experiencing and therefore you're being benefit, benefiting from that revelation and 
and their Aveda was in a way that they felt feelings of love and reverence of Hashem because it was right there on that period of time it's difficult to say that they were like a mata disconnected from a lakus. they weren't disconnected they were still at that time they were still also like a switch in other words a fresh young sapling which is still moist and has sap in it and, and obviously connected to its source when they were still in a state where they were connected to their root roots and to the trunk of the tree which is Hashem therefore they didn't need that firmness and that strength and that resolve to be able to challenge, face the challenges of the world in order to be able to do their avoid of Torah Mitzvah therefore because they didn't need that resolve so it didn't reveal any, any depth of the neshama the most powerful parts of the neshama however when we talk about the time of Golis when godliness is not as obvious as it was in the time of the base Medish there are so many things which conceal the uh, godliness and that's why the Yidin are in a state of a hard stick which doesn't seem to have any connection to its source we don't see that there, that Yidin in this state are st- attached to Elokos therefore it a person needs to call out with him has to reach down and bring out a feel starker a much greater resolve in order to be able to face those challenges which are which the challenges to are avoid especially especially that we are also charged with the mission of transforming the darkness of the world into light so for sure you need the power to uh, extra power, deeper power in order to be able to manage that in the and just like the challenge is expressed by matas so also the reward for this and the result of this is expressed by the word matas as the that the the strength and the the essence of the neshama become is revealed as a result of the challenges even more than it was in the time of the Besamidush. certainly more than when the neshama was in the heavens above in an and that it reveals a depth of the neshama which brings you to a level of Masay in an alicha in the neshama that the neshama grows, it goes forth and goes forward exponentially, not in a gradual way based on your previous level, but rather as one who walks, who moves forward, that travels away from the previous level and gets to a completely new destination. So that brings out the connection between Masse and the three-week period as well, that it's the three-week period which brings out a deeper level of growing from level to from going, the, the growth of the Neshama. 
And the same is true also for the other things which are found in Masay. And I'm not sure what he's saying with this with these two lines. Zayin. Das ist alles gerät geworden wegen an Inyo, was ist euch da mit Zeit der Parashas von Matas und Matas mit Zeit Atzmam. All this that we said till now expresses the connection between Matas and Masse also as they would be in separate Parashas. You know, they don't have to be in the same Parasha to bring out these points that were talked about till now. Das heißt, euch wenn sie sein in Nishwa Chobaris, in other words, when they're not being read in the same week as well. Bereva Shonim However, in most years, the Matas and Matas and Mechubaris, which the fact is that most years you read Matas and Matas together in one Shabbos, the fact that they are together brings out a deeper, another level of teaching. That each one, Matas, has its effect on Masay because they're in one parsha, and Masay has its effect on Matas. Does haste. Which means that when a, the parishes are read together in one week, there is an additional strength, injection of strength that comes as a result of this. The avodas in a hecher and oifen, that the avodas should be on a higher level. On the but on the other hand, it should be it should be both be on a higher level, but it should be easier to manage as well. In the inufamatis. In the regards to matos, is the yerida in zmana golos, in the yerida when, which means matos, which expresses the idea of having descended into golos, is mudgish ados is masay. At the same time, it's read since they're one parsha, so it also brings out that it is also masay. As dos hot der eibushter meaning to say that. Why are we in this Golos? Because Hashem sent us into this on a trip into this Golos. As the travels that the Yidden went through in the Midbar, in the literal sense, which was all directed by Hashem. Hashem was the one that instructed, okay, now move to a new place and so on. So the Neshama coming down into this world is also by divine imperative. And therefore, it gives us the encouragement and it gives us the strength to be able to face it to the Avaidah Vingolos, to be able to face the Avaidah Vingolos, because we know that Hashem wanted it specifically this way. It's not something which is, uh, we have to, you know, it's imposed on us by some negative force. It's Hashem that put us into this situation. So therefore, we have the encouragement to be able to deal with it. Al-Daril says, the Avedah from Matais, Bidosit mit Masay. Also, that the Avedah that we, the kind of Avedah that we do, which we connect to Matais, Bidosit mit Masay, but it's a, an Avedah of Matais as it is merged together with Masay. Hotman dinasinus kayach von so we have this uh, additional inje- boost of strength from the Torah whatever a Yid does in his Avedavis during the Golos and that it has to be with the strength with the firmness, with the resolve of Matais as we said before 
but the resolve should be in a way of Masi, which means that it's not just a resolve which you come to at some point in your life and you have to you know, sort of skate through life on that level of resolve, but the kind of resolve and the level of resolve the power of the resolve keeps growing like Masse that it keeps becoming more and more powerful so that's the two points of Matis which was the descent into Golos but at the same time it gives you the resolve like a Mata which has resolve and then the third and also the same is true also for the third idea which is brought out by the word Matis the Teikif and Shedosh and Neshama that brings out the depth of the strength of the Neshama the Eisen Shem Neshama which is brought out through the Aveda of Matis, that, that is also uh, brought out in a way of Masay, that the, stre- the, the, deep, the deep levels of strength that we bring out from the Neshama is not just one level, but it keeps going deeper and deeper. Masay keeps traveling to a higher and higher level, which means a deeper level into the Neshama and brings out a even stronger level than the last time. Als hecher shayrus biz asaf kol saf is an aliyah was the greich tzu tzum toikiv was his hecher from him toikiv from shayrus and neshama until it goes to a level which which is even higher than the 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 source of the neshama. What does that mean? It goes higher than the source of the neshama. Was the toikiv shayrus and neshama is the bemchidus gvul because the the strength that comes from the source, the essence of the neshama, is still ultimately limited. But when a person reaches to an even deeper level of matay, some firmer resolve, and the, having to challenge, to bring on, face a challenge of golos, an even deeper challenge, and therefore has to bring out a deeper level from the neshama, in Zman especially during the time of Golos, and the Neshaman, where the Neshaman is Allah, the Chechad of Funz, and the Neshama is elevated even higher in the Lakuz Vasis Beligvul, because it gets more and more connected to a Lakuz, and a Lakuz, of course, is infinite, so therefore it can be connected to ever infinite levels of a Lakuz. Until it reaches a level which is it wants only one thing, which is to be connected to the to the body of the of, of Hashem. I don't know the goof of the Malka, but uh, yeah, to the to Hashem as Ivert Ein Zach Kaviyachol Metasmus that the Neshama becomes one with the essence of Hashem. So that means that it goes even higher than the source of the Neshama, because the source of the Neshama is some level which Hashem spawns a Neshama off of Himself. Of course, it comes from within him, but it's still separate. But then the neshama reaches to an even deeper level, a constantly deeper level, so it becomes one with Hashem. Le'idach is the masay, the schar v'aliche in the neshama, nishten and under his man. On the other hand, this masay, this reaching into this infinite place, is not in in some you know later on some ta- some day when Mashiach comes or whatever it is we will reach that level not so not as kumtsuzamen mit matis but it's brought together with matis at the same time that the yid is in that situ- situation of golus where it's dark and it's dry and so on and you need to bring forth this powers from the shaman in order to challenge to face the challenge of the golus. 
and the result is that it brings out the depth of the neshama so that it's on such a level that it's completely one with Hashem when does that happen? not sometime in the future but at the same time when Matos is happening so it says Hashem Demel that at the same time when a Yid is still down here in this world in this Golos it already that's when this growth is happening this ultimate connection to Hashem is happening now in the same week as Matos not next week which means next period of life but in the same time based on this we'll understand also the shaykhus and the tzvein the connection between these two things is that it's when when matas and masse are connected why is it what's the connection between the fact what we just said and the fact that when we read parsha matas masse together then Pinchas also comes out in the three-week period. And sometimes even as that year, we even read Pasha Bolok. Because that brings a question. How could you, how could you expect from a Yid? As in That every trip, every move forward should be accompanied by this resolve that comes from the depth of the There is many differences in the, tri- the, the, uh, the travels that a Yid goes through in life. Not all travels are the same. They don't all have the same uh, commitment. They don't all have the same resolve and so on. How could they all be the same? How could you expect them all to be the same? there are changes sometimes a person is on a higher level sometimes a person slides downward it's even possible that a a person should have two extremely divergent periods in life one is on a very high level one is on a very low level so I can, we can understand the first travel the first trip that the Yidin took from Mitzrayim to uh, from Ramses to Arizgenu from Mitzrayim to the first destination that they reached in the Midbar. So on that uh, travel, the Yidden went out with a great, uh, you know, great fanfare from Mitzrayim, and it was a big event and so on. Everybody was on a high. Other by Masavas had some Midbar Sinai or the trip in which the Yidden arrived in Midbar Sinai to receive the Torah we could also understand why there it would be on a very you know the trip would be with the resolve of the Neshamas that over there we can understand why it's expected that the Yidden would have that firm and resolve to be able to grow further and further because they're on that level Became another father by Eden, but how could you expect from a Yid? The Taika Ven Erhal Bamasa von Risma. How could you expect that kind of resolve when one is traveling from Risma to Risma? In other words, where is Risma? Risma is when the Yidden were at a low. Al Shem Loshen Horosh Omeraglin. 
The, it's called Risma because of the, the, the Meraglim and that whole story how they spoke against Es Yisrael. Uh, so that, in, when you're on that low, how are you going to be able to bring out that kind of result? Other than Evel Ashitim, or when they arrived in Evel Ashitim, which was connected to their sin of uh, worshipping Baal Pa'ir. So those are, there were many travels in the Midbar. Some of them were on a high. Some of them were on a very great low. So how do you expect the same matas resolve on trips in which a person is lowly and uh, has descended? If them is the answer to that, the answer is Parsha Pinchas. With the lesson we get from Pinchas. When the taikif in Aveda is mitzad zayin egen when a person's resolve in Aveda is based on our own, what we ourselves are, who we ourselves are, vibal dementias amugbal. So therefore, because we are limited by definition, can the ribbon design the take b'cholam esoyis? That's why you can't expect the yid to have that kind of resolve on every level, on every wherever he is in life because I am not on that level now. Therefore, how could you expect me to have that result? That's if it's based on who you, uh, what, what you are. But when a person's commitment to Aveda, the way he serves Hashem is the way Pinchas served Hashem. When, Hashem. when he took on the, the zealousness on behalf of Hashem, er hat sich hereingestellt mit Messias ne eingestellt Messias Nefesh be Peil der Fekolam Israel Pinchas went on actual Messias Nefesh he actually put his life in danger before all the Eden then by Eden is the then by Eden is das Hagdoma de Tnuah from Messias Nefesh be Peil which means that when a Yid approaches Aveda when the the basis the foundation of Aveda is Mesirish Nefesh Bapayil that's where you start that's the jumping off point for every matter in Aveda is that I'm willing and I'm ready to go on Mesirish Nefesh Mesirish Nefesh means what that means really is that it's not about me it's not where I want to be it's not what I can do it is that has to be done. The Aveda has to be done, and I have to put everything that I have into it, and it's not about me. Which means I escape my own limitations. Is demut kanchilik nishta by vos faramaser halt, and then it doesn't make a difference where you are personally in your level. And therefore, it doesn't matter that I am on a lowly level now, and the last few months haven't gone so well, and I'm not really that holy, and so on, and, I've, and I'm, a, I'm ashamed of what I've done. But it's not about you, it's about Messias Nefesh that the, the thing has to get done. Like Pinchas, he had to get it done. And therefore, it doesn't matter that you're on a low, the thing has to get done. So you put everything that you have. You bring the greatest depth of the neshama out to get it done. When the mit is moving, so from this we understand that to perfectly bring together matis and masay, which means that the strength of the depth of the neshama should be constantly growing and moving forward constantly. can be accomplished only mostly when you're also reading Pinchas. In other words, Pinchas also has to be brought into the mix. 
in the Zalbet Kufa Bein Amtsarim that it also has to be read during that period of the three weeks of Befrat, like the Kriyas Ben Hashanazu, especially according to the way it happened in that year, in which we read not only about how Hashem reacted to Pinchas's mysterious Nefesh, because that's what's found in Pinchas. Where was the story actually told? We also even read Parsha Bolog. At the end of Bolog is where we are told the story of how Pinchas went on Mysterious Nefesh. Because it takes the type of Aveda that Pinchas brought to bear, which can allow you that your matas, your resolve, should be constantly growing regardless of where you stand in your personal life. Tess. And just like we had a question about um, the connection of matas and masay in the Avaida, how could one be expected to have that kind of resolve all the time? In a similar way, is Eich Deshaila, Al-Dera in the Mzchar. What we said, that the, the connection between Matzah and Masay in regards to the result and the, the reward for the Neshama Vika. So we also have the same question, how could, what does it mean? Vika and the Neshama how is it possible that Neshama Fradzvizi Kumtarapla Mate in the Bayram Sarim Fungolas, especially as the Neshama is down here in this world and especially in the period of Golas, as indicated by the three week period? Sukum, and so how is it able to reach the Minyam from Mase? How could we reach the, the, this high level of Mase? Tsum Gaidul Taikav and Neshama Biz Vyasis Hecher and Vyasis in Mseris Neshama Lamaila Maila. How can we in Golas? reach a level in the neshama which is so high and so deep that it's even greater than the way the neshama is in its source. We have to grow beyond what the neshama is from where it comes to a place where, it's, where the neshama is totally connected with Hashem. How is it poss- possible that we should accomplish this in Golos? Well, and even more, and even more difficult that as we said that the, the bringing together matas masa means that we reach this level of ultimate connection of the neshama with Hashem not just later in the time of Mashiach but now in Golos it's actually experiencing that that's happening now how can we expect that to happen? In regards to the the result, the reward for the Aveda Bakal Maidacha, which means it expresses a, a level of infinite. How can the Nishama reach Maidacha? That's only because it's down here in this world. But what does it say about that? And Bafrat is Malagol, especially in the time of Golish state so what does it say about the reward for Bakal Maidacha? that it's only after a person passes away and goes away from this world and goes into a, an illuminated world of Ganeiden that's when you see what you accomplished and what you reached the neshamas uh, where it's able to reach it's only after the guf and the nefeshavamis have been fully elevated and refined 
on the Ravayda from the Skafi of his Hapche through the Ravayda of subduing the, the Gulf and the Nefshabamis and transforming the, the Gulf and the Nefshabamis. But you don't get to see this stuff while a person is still in this world integrated with a body in a Nefshabamis. So, how are we meant to experience this kind of incredible growth, infinite growth in the Nishama while we are still in this? world is oichabdem the emphasis to that the answer is also Parsha Pinchas it's uh, Parsha Pinchas gives the answer the one that uh, what's read this during such a kvias also in the three week period when can you say that there, how can I reach this kind of level while I'm still connected to a body in a in Bahamas? That's only when you're serving Hashem based on who you are and what your level is. Then I feel that the Avaida is in the Hechste Madreges Gate Nishta Rois von Zich von der Because even if I yield the serving Hashem in the high, very, very high levels based on who He is, but since ultimately He's still a created being, so you can never escape that reality. But when a yid serves Hashem, not based on who he is and what he thinks he can manage and so on, but it's completely, it's a way of mysterious nefesh, which means completely setting yourself aside. You can serve Hashem, which goes against your very nature. That's when a person has escaped their limitation of a created being. Because you're not serving Hashem based on your who you are, but you're escaping that. You're going beyond that. So therefore, you're also going beyond the fact that you're a created being. You're serving Hashem. You go out of the level of the neshama as it is in its very highest root source. Because there even in the root of the neshama and the source of the neshama as we said before ultimately it's not atzmos it's the way Hashem spawned the neshama into some into a separate mitzvah to a separate entity so that's the source of the neshama and that's where you can reach that's the most you can reach but that's only if you're functioning as a person but when you're functioning with mysterious nefesh, so then you can even escape the source of the neshama. You can go even higher than that, all the way into atzmas itself. And therefore, you become one, so to speak, mit atzmas with the essence of Hashem. As the pasuk says, the spirit will return to the God which has given her her mitzvahs. In other words, you completely reconnect with your source which is Atzma Saint Saf based on Pinchas based on the idea of Mesiris Nefesh Umitzad der Avaida from Mesiris Nefesh Bepayil Mamash and from this Avaida of actual Mesiris Nefesh Vert Shlemes Abir Vazichuch from the Guven of Jeramis this brings to an absolute perfect perfection of the refinement and uh, of the Guven of Jeramis and far ken by the Neshama Oich and that's why the neshama, even as it is in the guf here in this world, it was mana golos even during the time of golos, because it brings such a great transformation and refinement of the guf and of shavahamis. The, therefore, it's also able to the aliyah v'alichah bligvul 
That's why it can even appreciate and relate to that kind of growth, which is believable with infinite growth, as expressed by the name Masay, to which that which the neshama can reach through it, that kind of avodah mitzvah nefesh, and it can happen even when you're still connected to the guf yud. Vidamon Freer, as was mentioned earlier, is done nachan inyam yuchad vas b'shas matzamazen b'chubbares. There's another very unique thing, which when Shabbos and Matas Masay are together, is dolufamim. It sometimes happens akvias that the situation, the calendar turns, is comes out vidam yar as it was in that year. Vas the erste tog from beinam tzarim yudzayin tamas that the first day of the three week period is which is shivas of tamas. When Azayechta lets the tug, as well as the last day of the three week period, which is Tishubab, is Chal B'Shabbos. They both come out on, pa- on Shabbos. And the first one is, of course, Parsha Bullock. Shivas comes out on Parsha Bullock. The Beer Bazet, to explain that. And how this fits in with our previous explanation of how of Matas and Masi coming together. What is the main point, the main purpose of the Neshama coming down into this world, especially during the time of Golos? The Pechinus Matos, as expressed by Matos, in Tanya, he quotes the Yitzchayim, as Haneshama Atzma The Neshama itself does not need any correction, any perfection. It is already in a perfect state. Nor, the only thing is, so why did it come down? It comes down in order to bring correction, to bring uh, refinement to the guf, to the body, and the nefeshabamis. As well as to that section of the world, which is the mission of that neshama. The funazay chashtandik. So from this we also understand as the that the main requirement where, where is this firm resolve that the Neshama needs as expressed by the word Matos where is that relevant as well as the result and the reward for this which comes from the Matos and Masse in their Aveda here is nishnor in them as the neshama is zich mezgaber oif ala halamas v'stenu for gubadav shabahamis when they fechesh hagolus. Is not only in the fact that the neshama is able to uh, you know overcome all of these concealments and challenges that the guf uh, presents and the nefesh shabahamis presents and the darkness of the golus presents. When the neshama tut and that it's you know what. Uh, and the neshama still does its mission. It's not about that. Nor be'ikir, it's most, for the most part it is, in their avodah and eskafya and eshapcha, that which the neshama is transforming and subduing and transforming of the nefesh bahamis. The main point is the neshama's mission, which is to transform the body to subdue the body, to transform the body, the Nefesh Bahamis, and also the darkness of the world. As well as the darkness of the Golos, which comes 
even beyond the, the darkness of the Nevesha Bahamas. So the main point of this whole discussion of Matis and Masi in the, it, it's not so much about where the Neshama is, but rather in, it's expressed mostly in the Neshama Zabayda with the Nevesha Bahamas and with the Guf and with the, the darkness of the world, because as the Alter Rebbe said, the Neshama doesn't have to come down for its own growth. It has to come down in order to do that mission of transforming the Guf Nevishamas in the world. But in the Taike Vasizda in the Neshama Bidasalamata, because the, the this resolve, the strength that the Neshama has when it comes down into this world, Nafila the Taike Vastutzich in Ir Oiv Dochn Hesab Nevishabamas and Velt as even the strength which is realized that comes to the to the surface when it has to deal as we said before that it gets a deeper it, come, it, it gets a, a greater revelation of powers from within when it has to deal with the concealments of Nevesh Bahamas in the world is Nishka Chidush that isn't so unique Bibalda Neshama is it's not such a novelty Bibalda Neshama is Be'etzim Alakuz because the Neshama is in, in essence godliness Unhad Be'etzim Tainig and and the Neshama it's personal in the neshama. It delights in a lakus. That's what its ultimate delight is. The river tutzich dordem nishtoiv the shleimus the geifim from alicha baliyamasi in atzmus mamish. That's why the neshama. That is what the neshama is. So it, it isn't going beyond itself in its wanting to be connected to a lakus. That is defines what the neshama is. So it doesn't really bring out an, a novel connection, something that has to go beyond itself in order to be able to reach past itself to become one with Atmos. Because th- that's never going out of who you are for the Neshama. The fact that it wants to go, it wants to, uh, although the Neshama Bahamas in the world challenge it, it still strives to do what? Be itself, which is be connected to the coast. So that doesn't really call out the deepness, the the the, the ultimate depths of the nish, power of the neshama. B'shas of a menudz from matters the take. But when the neshama employs that resolve of matters, if is when the focus becomes not I want to get closer to the coast the Nefesh Bahamas should be transformed when that's where the resolve is being exercised. Vazdos is heipach tivalagamri. The Nefesh Bahamas has no interest in Elokos. It's, it's unnatural. It goes against its very nature. Vazdurgdem vert nifsed kolzerovsa Nefesh Bahamas because if the Nefesh Bahamas would become closer and included into a lakus, then it would lose its personality because the Nefesh Bahamas has a different personality than being one with Hashem. So it's giving up its own person, its own Metzias in order to become that. Especially when you try to transform the darkness of the Golos. So when the Nevesha, when the Nevesha Lakis is able to bring, transform the Nevesha Bahamas, which goes against the nature of the Nevesha Bahamas, certainly goes against the nature of the Chayshach HaGolos to be transformed. But when the Neshama uses that resolve in order to accomplish that, that brings also the absolute ultimate of 
this kind of growth that we talked about, infinite growth for the Oich and the Nefesh Alekiz, that the Nefesh Alekiz should also grow to that level. In a way of, you know, tr- getting past, getting beyond your own Metzius altogether. Even that, going beyond, what's the Me'oid, the very essence, you know, the absolute essence of the Nefesh Alekiz? You want to go beyond the essence of the Nefesh Alekiz. Which means that a Yid becomes one with Hashem. And that cannot be accomplished by the the Neshama, you know, challenge, you know, dealing with the challenges of the world and wanting to connect to Holocaust because that's ultimately just reaching what the Neshama is about. Only when the Neshama sets its mind to transforming the Nefesh of Bahamas, which that is a transformation which it fights against. The Nefesh of Bahamas does not want that. And reaching out away from what the Nefesh of Bahamas is, bringing it to a completely new level, something which is not what the Nevesh of Amis is about, certainly not what the Cheshach HaGolos, the darkness of the Golos is about, and yet accomplishes it, so that brings the Nevesh Alekiz also to a place which is beyond what it is, and therefore it can go beyond Ma'idecha, what is the ultimate desire of the Nevesh Alekiz, and go to a new place, completely Masse, having reached a new place, which is that it becomes one with Atzmos. Yudalaf, Lloyd Dem is moving, so based on this we now can understand the Uftu was in them was Yud Zayin Tamuz, the, the, what is so in, important about the fact that Shivasubat Tamuz, the Esh to talk from Bainam Matsarim, the first day of, Bena, of the three weeks, is Chal B'Shabbos Pasha Bolok, comes out on um, Bolok, Pasha Bolok. Because the Kavan of Atachlisim, the Bainam Matsarim is, as is Zayin, what is the ultimate purpose of the three week period? Is we were looking to transform it, Vafachti Evlam Lusasin. As Hashem says, I, I, sh- I will transform their mourning into joy. As the Yemea Tainus Gufi, Abchul Sasin Lusimcha, that the fast days itself, which are now days of mourning, should be turned into days of celebration. And perhaps we could say, That's the reason that in uh, the Yirmiya, the Novi, was shown as a prophecy. The prophecies were sometimes given in a way of a riddle with an answer. And he was shown a, a stick, which uh, an almond uh, stick. Because the reason Hashem said that was because I am diligent. I'm looking forward to it. It's not going to take. I'm, I'm looking to do it right away. I want to fulfill this. In other words, Hashem in the punishment. That's how He was said. This punishment that I am predicting is not going to be something in the distant future. It's going to happen soon. That's what He was telling Yirmiya who was the prophet that prophesied all the terrible things that would happen. This, of course, refers, our sages tell us that this is referring to the days of the three weeks, because there's 21 days during the three-week period, which is what brought about the Golas. And just like, just like the uh, almonds, Almond ha- have, almonds have the nature that from when it blooms until it, it's a finished mature uh, fruit 
a ripe fruit is 21 days and that's why he was showing him Tafke a uh, an almond because it refers to the three week period that by this Hashem is uh, alluding to us in the way we it's explained on the surface it it explains that Hashem is look he's going to bring this punishment immediately but it's not only in the negative nor but for the most part what is trying to uh, explain uh, bring out is his intention from the Indian that Hashem is looking to bring out the this quick um, that the, the event should happen quickly in a net positive way in Sadatayt with Alter Rebbe is mevayir as Alter Rebbe explains in the Minyan from Parach Mata Aaron by Yigmal Shkedim Alter Rebbe explains in regards to the stick of Aaron which bloomed also when it gave it uh, brought out uh, almonds as the time the fun is vile does bavayist of the mehiras of Degev Lamata Alter Rebbe explains over there that it was uh, why dafke? Why was it uh, almonds? Because it, it shows that the blessing that should come down should come down quickly, just like a shocket is a very quick. It it, it uh, matures very quickly. You have the f- the fruit very quickly. So also Hashem wants to send this ashpa, His blessing that it should result result in a quick blessing. <coughs> Is b'shas yudzayin tamos and ech tishuva of zayin v'chal b'shabbos. So when shabbos or tamos as well as tishuva, which always is the same day, come out on shabbos, be the kviyas from high to yar as it is in this year. Is the shabbos doyche as hatainis? Shabbos overrides the fast day because you don't fast on tishuva or on shabbos or tamos. If it's on shabbos, you delay it for the next day. Noisiv lozei shabbos mahapach dem tog from the benam tzorim nayevas mitzvah lesamchil angai. And so Shabbos takes a day which is meant to be a fast and turns it into a day in which you're you're supposed to delight in that day. We eat uh, well and so on. Similar to what Hashem says that I'll ultimately I will transform this day into a day of rejoicing. So on Shabbos that happens already. Especially that that is what Shabbos is. To begin with, the Ashtetan Teres Kainim, as Teres Kainim writes, if Mizma Shili Yemesh Shabbos, on the Pasuk, uh, a, a song onto the uh, day of Shabbos, it says in uh, Teres Kainim, Lumash Bismas Zikim in the Olam, it's a day when Hashem removes any harmful effects from the world. Unvi, the Tzemach Tzedek is in the way that Tzemach Tzedek explains this, Ashleimus Inin Shabbos is as Mizmahapech de Mazikim Latayv, that there are two ways that you could look at this. You could say that there will not be any um, harmful sources of harm, but not that the the sources of harm are just m- moved out of the way, but not that you transform the harmful sources into something peaceful. That Tzemach Tzedek said, the ultimate of this is that the sources of harm become sources of peaceful behavior. And that's a higher level. This happened actually the first Shabbos at the at the creation of the world. And that this transforming anything negative into a positive happened in actual fact. That the the light, what there was thirty six hours straight 
of light. There was no darkness on Shabbos. So the night time, which normally is dark, was transformed into light. That's why there were 36. The, uh, the Fridays, 12 hours, plus Friday night, Shabbos, 12 hours, and then Shabbos, 12 hours. That was 36 day, uh, hours of straight light. Thus haste, which means... As Shabbos b'shleimusa tut tut oif begoli deminenai safcha that Shabbos in its perfect state expresses the idea of its transformation fundi fundi meyamitzarim of what is happening what what the, the the three weeks of course represents the korban but Shabbos brings out that it is to be transformed as in yashleimus in yashleimus Shabbos. The idea of perfection of Shabbos is given by as Shabbos was in the first Shabbos, which was its ultimate perfection. was acted to transform the darkness of the night into light. as night shone like day. which is of course the direct opposite of Golus, or of the three weeks was the golos is what does the opposite it takes daylight and it turns it into darkness so Shabbos transforms it the other way so that if you have that right the first day of the three weeks Shabbos is Chal Shabbos that very first day already comes out on Shabbos so before the three weeks even start it's already a day of Shabbos uh, a transformative day. So it transforms the day, the days of the three weeks, right at the start, into a day of Shabbos of a transformation into happiness and so on. And that, of course, makes it easier for a person to deal with the days of uh, of the Benam Tzarim of the three weeks. The Avoda from Matas and Masay. The Avoda is expressed by Matas and Masay and these Zainam Biyachad. And as Matas and Masay come together, as explained before, in this Havchuk for Nevshamamis and Golos, as we said, that the ultimate of this is transforming. It's not about the neshama; it's about transforming the guf and the nevuah Bahamas and the golos. So that makes it so much easier when the very first day of this is Shabbos, which is already transformative. Yudbeis al Also, the same is true also from parsha bolok. Vos ir de from bilam. That what is the theme? The main theme of parsha bolok is the blessings that bilam gave. Uh, gave. There too we see the same idea that Hashem did not, he originally came to give curses, but Hashem did not want to listen to his curses. Therefore Hashem transformed the curse that he planned into a blessing. That what was uh, so special about that was nish nor that inyum from v'yahapach Hashem lekecha loyes a klol of racha. Not just that Hashem is able to transform a klol to a racha, nor vas dos is given dafke dor bilamin. The the greater unique um, novelty of this is that it was through bilam that he transformed the racha. Not that Hashem transformed the racha, that he made bilam transform his curse into a racha. Thus is the Lu'umza for Moshe. Bilam, of course, is the counterpart of Moshe. He had the same kind of power in prophecy, 
in the negative as Moshe had in the positive to say the Tachlis Ahipach which means that Bilam was the absolute opposite of the greatest place of Kedusha so he was the absolute of Tumah Nochmer even more and that's what Hashem he had to give the blessing Nochmer even more the Siyam from Zaynavua is given in what was the subject matter of of Bilam's blessings that he gave at that's the end of it the Geula from Mashiach it was about the end of days meaning about the Geula of Mashiach that's Bilam is the one that tells us about Mashiach the Rambam is the Rambam explains he shows how that refers to Mashiach Mashiach of course is the one that will take the Yidna of Golos totally ultimately perfectly and that's what's brought out in Bolok when all these things come together, matas and masses and mechubarim. First of all, matzah masay connected. And therefore, we have to read parsha pinchas during the three weeks. And befrat in the kviyas for nineteen years, especially the way it came out that year, as as cholim meyatzarim is hamatzarim is b'shabbos. That the beginning of the three weeks is on shabbos and malein parsha bolak. We also read bolak on that week. Is das noch mehr mahardem yahabchu? It brings even quicker, more quickly, that they the transformation of these days from into days of joy and rejoicing, as from the makel shokas oven the shkedel latayva that from that um, stick of the the almond stick, which the navi said it in a way of negative. That's how the original uh, prophecy was that it should be transformed into quickly bringing good. Shkidus Agaula that Hashem will quickly bring the Gaula. As Lozain Dish Kadati Lachnes Bnei Yisrael Bnei Yisrael Miyad that I am diligent about bringing my children back into Yisrael quickly, immediately. B'shaita Chada Beriga Chada in one moment and one second. As Lozain the Gaula Yidei Mashiach Tzidkena should be the actual Gaula through Mashiach Tzidkena. L'matam Asar Tzvachim down here in this reality below ten Tzvachim.